You know the deal. You ready to do this? Yep. What is up and welcome to the High on the Hogs podcast. High on the Hog. It is another evening, another week of uh, randomness, craziness, and, um, well, craziness is probably a good word because the fan base is in full-on meltdown mode today. <laughs> it Grow the <laughs> f*** up. Oh, it's so pathetic, man. Like, it, okay, well, we're going to get into it. We'll get into it, and I will give my, my uh, we will give our piece on what is happening right now. Um, the only thing confirmed now, obviously these things could change by the time this podcast hits the airwaves, but it could. the only thing confirmed is that Justin Steph is out. Bye bye. Um, Takias Crawford did not do any committing today. Um, Takis, come on up here. We need a big belly. I'd love to have him here, but yeah. I still wonder if he's got the grades to come here. But anyway, not going to get into that because I'm not going to make that. That's a bad rumor to start on a kid. So I'm not going to do it, but. It was part of the reason why I didn't come here to begin with, so we'll see if it's still an issue now. Um, but uh, that was the good news that I think uh, Danny West and others had been uh, had been kind of trying to say was going to happen today at noon that did not happen, and then shit literally hit the fan in the last couple of hours. Uh, <laughs> but uh, let's just, we'll just start with what we know, and that's that Justin Stepp is leaving Arkansas for South Carolina. It's not been officially announced I don't understand to this point. That, but whatever. I do. I get it. And, and you and I talked a little bit before we started, and we've talked in our in our group chat about this. But you know, and I'm not. I, I'm I'm trying not to come off as that that the hog fan that's like, oh, I love Justin Step, and then when he's gone. Oh, he was he was horrible. That's not what I'm saying here. Justin Step was a great recruiter. You look at the the star value of the guys that he brought on campus, and he's gotten committed he did here pretty well. The question is, is who has he made better since he's been here? So I don't have a problem with what he's brought, but Burks got better. But Burks is going to get better. He, he he's he's Burks is that guy. Yeah, I mean Burks. I mean Burks has had limited coaching his entire high school career and everything. I mean, and to get to college as good as he is, and he's it's this step didn't do anything. We yeah. haven't seen nothing yet. So and I, I shouldn't say Steph hasn't done anything, but again, my point is is that there was a lot of times this year. If you watch this wide receiving core, there was a lot of questions as to what are these guys doing. Mike Woods has gotten better, but is that footwork king or is that Mike Woods working with Justin Stepp? We, you know, or is that Kendall Bryles? A little bit of both. Yeah, and so whatever it is, thank you. I like Mike Woods. So. Yes, the yes. better he gets, uh, I think he'll play himself into a draft pick. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, and, and so and the kids got it. That's yeah. for sure. So for me, for Justin Stepp going, it's it it sucks on the recruiting front because in last night when I started doing, I mean, does it? Well, I okay. So when I started doing, go ahead. What you got? I'm just making fun of you. Okay. Like else. <laughs> so last night when the news first came out, I was I was unimpressed. I still don't know that I'm really impressed with with the hire of Kenny Guyton. Or well, I guess that's not been officially reported either but that is the name that it seems like everyone says is going to be the replacement it's pretty Very much quickly unofficially official um situation with guyton he's at colorado state now former ohio state quarterback slash wide receiver i i nothing about now again i've heard that he's like a top 30 rising coaches under 30 mm-hmm. and, but here's here's 
so I like when we when we hire guys. I like to go through the twenty four seven the Hog Sports um, recruiter rankings. It's usually I don't know where the captain that went. It's usually a good indicator of some of these guys and what they can do. And, and I guess the number one thing that concerned me is Justin Stepp, of course, is a very highly regarded recruiter. But then you look at a guy like Kenny Guyton. I went through the Mountain West for the last two years. He's not even listed. Like, he's not even listed as a top 34 recruiter in the Mountain West. A guy that's... That could worry you. Yeah, a guy that's top... And maybe that's... I don't know, maybe... I don't know what his situation was at Colorado State. I don't know... And I, I, again, what if he can just develop the guys that he gets. Well, so that's where I kind of dug into some things, and I'll say this for the guy: number one or number two wide receiver every year since he's been there in the Mountain West. He's had the number one statistically, the number one or number two wide receiver in the Mountain West, and he's had at least two guys in the top ten of those rankings in two of the or three of the four years he's been there. It's pretty impressive. So now this year, this year he even had the second. They only played three games, I think, and he had the number two. He still had number two, but that was per that was yards per game. It wasn't a big number, but either way, so it does seem like he can develop guys, which is obviously something that we're missing. So maybe we're giving up the recruiting prowess that someone else will take over for a guy that can really coach the position. I think we got pretty good re- recruiters up there. We do. That well, can also teach this guy if he ends up being, in fact, the guy. Yeah. Uh, what he's not doing right or what he is and he needs to tweak to get the right guys on campus. And they go, all right, you got these four stars and these three stars. Let's make them shine. Yeah. Well, and I think Tyler was saying last night in our group chat that, you know, that, that Guyton's got some Texas ties, which is obviously a major plus. Um, you know, Texas is going to get a lot more interesting with some things we're going to talk about here in just yeah, a few minutes. Yeah, maybe. Um, so, well, yeah, you're right, maybe. Um, and so maybe that maybe him being at a Power Five program and SEC program does ignite him as a recruiter, and maybe we're maybe I'm worried for nothing, but probably I, I probably am because like you know Tyler said something last night too when he was talking about well I don't really pay much attention to position coaches well I don't either I'm just mad because when I look this guy up I can't find anything that excites me. <laughs> so, He's a position coach. And maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it doesn't excite me because I don't pay any attention to position coaches. So Sam Pittman was a position coach. Yes, he was, but a little well, a little more well known. But He's also been doing it for a little while. Yeah, yeah, just a, just a bit. This guy's not even thirty years old yet. Yeah. So. Other news of the day so dun, far. Dun, dun. We'll, we'll, we'll just get into the big stuff that, again, who knows, by the time this pod, uh, hopefully by the time this podcast drops, either yeah, either Barry Odom will be tied up with a contract extension or Barry Odom will be at Texas and we'll all be upset. I won't be so, upset. I'm going to be upset. I'm going to be pissed. Wow. Okay, what, what possible motivation do you have as Barry Odom? I, I'm gonna go, I'll let you answer. What possible motivation could Barry Odom have to go take the exact same position at Texas? None. I don't think they'll pay him enough. Well, I think they'll pay him. I don't think that's you an issue. You know how much Chris Ash made last year? No, what do you make? $800,000. That's As only 400000 less than He's what? He's making $1.3 Yeah, four or 500000 they'll, they'll pay him that. If they, they'll pay him that. You think so? Yeah, hell yeah, uh, they will. I think they said... Uh, cool money, man. Texas is going to throw well, money all over the place. They've got it. they got more money than anyone. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Money's but, not um, going to be an issue. Well, I mean, if it was an issue, then you think they'd have a, a, a bigger name head coach. I mean, Sark's a name, but Sark's not a name name. You know, you settled for an OC that was in Alabama that went to Alabama for a, how do I say this? Uh, rehab. <laughs> it was rehab. Coaching rehab. <laughs> it was uh, coaching and life rehab. Let's not yeah. lie about that. <laughs> so, <clears throat> I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, half million dollars, they could have paid Chris Ash more than that. Well, yeah, but is but, Chris Ash really worth it? They I were mean, ass on defense anyway under Chris Ash. Ash. 
Ash. Has yeah. Texas, Chris Ash. Yeah. Same difference. But I mean, I mean, a lateral move. I get what you're saying. It's Texas. They're going to do what they want to do. They can put the money out there if they want to. But it, I think it all be. I mean, what kind of ties does he have to Sark? Yeah, I don't know. Because I think that would be pretty important. I, I would think, and from my understanding, I mean, I know him and Pittman are good friends. I think they have a better relationship so. in terms of friends than than him and Sark would be. You would hope so. And, and to get to yeah, yeah, to get to your point a little bit here too. What you know, obviously Texas hires Sark. In kind of a crazy Saturday, when you think about how all that was—that was Saturday, right? Or was it Friday? Yeah. I, all the days run together to me anymore with uh, the amount of time I've been at home. But um, it's, was it the day after Alabama beat Notre Dame? So been, you're right. So it'd have been Saturday, yeah. <clears throat> so, so Saturday the news comes out like first thing Saturday morning. Herman's been fired, and then it's on game day. Like literally, Herman's fired. Word is Sark's the guy. I'm with you. I think that's a weird. I think it's a weird when you came out publicly in support of Herman, which is usually the death nail. But yeah, when you come oh, out wait, publicly, wait, two and, weeks prior. Well, but they said we're not firing him. Like oh, it was yeah. adamant. We, you know what happened it, down there? It wasn't a. This is he's our coach speak. This was we're not firing Tom Herman. He's getting another year. You know what happened down there? Well, yeah, money folks said, hey, well, they don't like him because Tom Herman kind of speaks and does what he walks exactly. to the beat of his own drum. Yeah, and he doesn't do what they want him to do. He doesn't cave. Yeah. Which I admire that, but at the same time, is there's only so much brass you can stand up to before mm-hmm. before they go. Here's your money. Uh, have a good day. Hey, twenty million's a good uh, chunk I, of money I'm to walk away with too. Thinking I'd have been all right with it and kind of laughed my way to the yeah. bank. <laughs> He'll get a job again when he wants. He doesn't even have to go to back to work. So it's like it's like Malzahn. Yeah, right. And he'll and sit he around got half of it like last week. That was yeah. He had to get it. So yeah. Well, he'll turn. They'll, they'll both turn into great analysts for the next couple of years, so or at least the next season. Shit, but, that's what I do. Yeah, I'd be sitting there taking my free money. I'd be making up dumb shit on <laughs> on, on TV yeah. about players that don't even exist. Yeah, dare you to fire me? You'd be the Randy Rainwater of TV. Be like they're uh, they're making these these players are created. They're not even born. Yeah. <laughs> Like playing NCAA football yes. again. Seven feet five, eight hundred and eleventy-three pounds. Offensive tackle. Slash running back. So a really just I mean really odd hire, I think. I mean, I, I'm not saying taking anything away from Sark. I think he's gonna do a good job, but Texas has been in so much turmoil for several years, and I'm not trying to turn this into a Texas podcast. This would be Talk weird. Texas. But Texas has been in a ton of turmoil, and a lot of it is, like you said, it's the inner works. It is yeah. the boosters. It is these people with money that Makes cause problems money. for Texas. And, but if you look at the situation since they got rid of Mac Brown. They've really, Garbage. They really went downhill. They've been terrible. They're probably the third or fourth best program in the state of Texas. Yeah. And and the so recruiting shows it. Yeah, and and I saw something. Speaking of that, I saw someone recruiting. Like they only signed like two of the top twenty five players in the st- entire state of Texas, or something like that, in this class. Right. So I mean, Texas is in trouble, and that may be a bigger reason why Herman got fired was as bad as things went on signing day for them. I don't know, but it is a weird situation. Well, I'm gonna push you on down the road since you make this point. But my issue with this for, for Odom and what bugs me about this entire situation. Okay, first I'll say this. Texas is on paper, on perception-wise, Texas is a better job. We can't argue this. Spotlight. Texas, yeah, exactly. They, they, have, they basically have their own network. I mean, they do, Longhorn they Network, do. which is the Big 12 network in essence. That just sucks Texas's dick nonstop. And, and, <laughs> and so 
Texas, where what? So yes, Texas is a is a quote unquote better job than Arkansas. I'm not going to argue that. The sack. Yeah, but my issue with this is if you're Barry Odom, you had great success at Missouri and got thrown out the door, and it and it on didn't your face. Yeah, at your alma mater, you come to a place like Arkansas where you were literally a king all season. The the, the entire fan base wanted. To fall in love with you every single day to give you an unlimited contract, make you the coach in waiting. Everything is set for you at Arkansas. And even if things sour, everything is set for you at Arkansas for the next two or three years if you want to be here. Yeah, that's true. I agree with that. But if you go to Texas and Sark starts off the season next year, because you know they're going to be top 15. Every year, Texas. And we played them. Yeah, that's another great point. I forgot about that. That's going to be even more fun. We do play Texas. If that happens. Yes. In Fayetteville. But could could you imagine this? We play our, we play Texas next year in that game, and we beat Texas. And Texas starts off slow, and maybe they go eight and four, seven and five for heaven. Normal, for normal Texas yeah. run for the last couple. Do of you years. think maybe Sark survives that? But guess who the first people out the door are going to be? DCOC. The co- yeah, the coordinators are gone. So you're talking about taking a job just because it's Texas. You have the same recruiting ability in the, recruiting ability in the state of Arkansas. You're drawn to the SEC. Mm-hmm. You're going to be able to get Texas kids that you want. I saw a thing earlier. I think, on I think Hulk, you're going to get more in the SEC than what you're going to get in the Big 12. Well, yeah, because, I mean, you're, you've got you already Texas are. A&M. You are right now. Absolutely. You and so you have, even though it's Texas, their competition for in-state athletes has grown so much just because of A&M being in the SEC. Jimbo, Arkansas, Oklahoma. Jimbo's a stud, too, though. Absolutely. So. So for me, I don't even I don't understand the move. You have a good friend in Sam Pittman who's your boss. You are in your region where you want to be. You're also the acting head coach if he's off. Yeah, and if something, if, if let's say things, if things take off at Texas and they do pretty well over the next couple of years, Texas is in the Big Twelve. They're probably not going to be great defensively. They're probably going to be no, mediocre. Doesn't matter how good Odom is, they're still probably going to be mediocre defensively. You think he's going to be the first guy talked about for a job at, no. at, at tech from Texas if they do well? No, it's going to be he's their offensive coordinator or Sark. That's going to be it. If he's at Arkansas, they play well defensively. Two to three years from now, he could probably name his ticket if they do well. That's right. And so I don't understand from just the overall situation, I don't get why Odom would, would make this move. As an old person we both know might say, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Okay. If he leaves. Mm-hmm. If a frog had wings, he mm-hmm. would bump his ass every time he hopped. <laughs> but if he leaves, who's your guy? I had no idea. I don't even want to think about it. Come on. Who? Who? I don't know. I have not even looked at it. I mean, the news Come came on. out earlier. There's plenty of names. I mean, you look. Like, where's, I, I'm, I'm on the Hog Sports page Steel's right now. available. <sighs> Charlie Strong would probably Charlie be Strong. available. I saw that. Why, why does Derek everybody Mason, want to go? Derek Mason might be available. Why does everybody want to go the the, the recycled Razorback? <laughs> Coaches as RDC. I, like, I don't get it. Uh, who else? Chris Ash might be available. Oh, here we go. There's a, there is a link for it. There's a thing. the worst <laughs> potential DC. Look at there. Charlie Strong. There. Rob Smith. Again, the first two names. Like, why are we recycling? I don't want the second one at all. <laughs> Brad Lambert. Okay, that's at Marshall. I don't give a damn. Randy Shannon. He's been here before. We've done this. Kevin Steele. Shannon is a good coach. Kevin Steele puts numbers out. That's for sure. I just, I mean, there's names here that are intriguing hey, or interesting. Took Chad Morris, so can we have Kevin Steele? I guarantee we'll get the better end of the deal. Yeah, that would be great. They can keep him. At the bottom of that, I don't see that happening. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, he turned down Texas. You think he's coming to Arkansas and he turned down Texas? Exactly. Like, Muschump's going to go get paid. He's going to enjoy his time getting paid, too, so I don't blame him there. 
uh, pinning the worst potential DC candidates. I mean, <sighs> he's a VIP. I'm a VIP too. I don't care. Ooh. Ooh, makes me special. No, I mean, I mean, you look at these names. We Charlie Strong, Rob Smith, Brad Lambert, Randy Shannon, Kevin Steele, Zach Arnett, Jim Knowles. Why is that name even on the list? Because he's, I don't know. Because it's dude was starving for stuff? I guess. I mean, you're just begging for names. I, I mean, I, I would hope and I have confidence that, that Pittman would attract another high-level DC to come here if it happens, but <laughs> I don't know who it would be. And and, and I don't. I don't want to know. I want to yeah. see a, a kid that can come to school and play for the same DC for three or four years. Yes. You know, I mean, you look at a kid like uh, McTelvin again. Right. He played for four different DCs. Was yeah. it? I think it was four different I think that's DCs. Right. At in, least three. In four years. At least three, yes, for yeah. sure. But, I mean, I'd love to see his tut- under the tutelage of uh, Odom, for sure. Yeah. Well, that would have been incredible. So, and here's the other thing. Like, we had COVID last year and an extra year. <laughs> I, I learned to hate Barry Odom when he was at Missouri. Yes. I okay. love Barry Odom right now. Mm-hmm. If he goes to Texas, dude, you want to talk about a level of hate that's different. Yeah, like, that might strike some fire in a lot of folks. So. Yeah, like I get it. It's not the real rivalry mm, that it once one was. That's ones but... where I can't forgive you. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but you. Well, have you heard the other name, the other team that's interested in him? Who? LSU. I did hear that That's today. the two that he that is potentially heavily, he's he- they have lateral, heavy interest in For him. a lateral move on both. Okay, LSU makes even less sense to me. When no. you think about the situation, what's happening at LSU? Sure, they just won a national title two years ago. I get it. Or yeah, a year ago, technically. But They're about to get the black yeah, ball. Yes, they're going to get something. And do you want to be so. a piece of that? Like, I, I don't. them and Auburn to just be like, oh, we screwed up. <laughs> we beat you with cheaters. <laughs> We don't like sex offenders, but we'll sweep them under the rug. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I just, and, and I'd hate him even more if he made that move, more than if he made the move Insert to Texas. Innocent until proven guilty. Yes. But uh, social media says otherwise. Yeah. Well, that scenario is not good, period, across the board. That's an ugly situation. It's just garbage. Yeah. So, I don't know. But then, so there's some other names that are getting. So, Jamil Walker's the other guy that looks like he is probably headed. Um, I think to Texas was the uh, was what was going on with that one. There was another one though that I just saw, and I think it's just a load of crap. But let me see if I can find it. Where's horse shit? This horse shit. Yeah, this one. So I don't believe a second of this, but this is also on the boards that's been talked about. Apparently on the Longhorn site, and maybe it's just Longhorn people. It's just garbage. <laughs> but that Brad Davis and Sam Carter are also in the mix to join the Texas staff. Why? I mean, again, the only thing I think of is it's Texas, but look, man, I've ain't been no way in hell. Look, I've been to Austin. It's got good food, but there ain't nothing else I want to do there. Austin City Limits. Like the the, the day that I went down the what's the the thing thing the, the their their road. famous road that they got that's got all the shit on it. I don't know. Whatever it is, where all the stuff is, where all the crazy stuff happens in downtown, where they get weird in Austin. That the whole little section, and there was this big fat woman with her titties hanging out because it's allowed there. You can just walk around with your titties out. And I was like, and before we went, I was told, yeah, man, you can walk around. Women can walk around topless. I'm like, hell yeah, we're going to see tits. And we got out there and it was like. I don't want to see those. There were no tits we wanted to see out at all. None, period. End of story. So, um, no, not fun. I could have told you that. <laughs> so, I, I just, I don't get it, man. Austin sucks. I, I just, Texas sucks. 
you're going to be out of a job every year if you don't win 11 games. I mean. Yeah, they expect uh, to win a national title. They don't expect to lose a game. Yeah, and so. And they're not even the best team in their conference by uh, a long shot right Well, now. not right now, for sure. I mean, in, in a lot of ways, it's like Auburn and Alabama. I mean, yeah. between Texas and Oklahoma. I mean, right now, Oklahoma <laughs> owns that situation, which I, I get Texas should've, won it. This Texas should have. Like they didn't. They should have won it. I yeah. can't remember. But either way, it's good and bad, I guess. This is this is good that we have so many coaches being recognized and being wanted by other programs. Um, it's a far cry from what we had a year and a half ago. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. nobody and nobody wanted any coaches from Arkansas. Can, One was coaching middle school. Rabbit hole. Can I just can I just say how yes. awesome it is to watch Auburn fans talk how bad Chad Morris is and talk about. Arkansas fans, we're sorry. We apologize. It's all over social media right now. I have now. missed this. Oh, it's beautiful. I'll have to tag you in a few of them later. It's beautiful. It's like Auburn fans all over are like, oh, we should have listened. That's hilarious. <laughs> you know what, though? If I'm an Auburn fan, you probably got to be thankful. Malzon did the stupidity of bringing the worst port person he could bring in to be his offensive coordinator, which got his ass fired. So, I mean, at the end of the day... His scapegoat wasn't even a scapegoat for him. At the end of the day, I mean, we helped Auburn out, I guess. By You're welcome, Auburn. Firing Morris and sending him over there. And then Auburn had to pay $24 million to make it happen. So, what did they do with... Uh, I know, obviously, Harson came in and he told uh, Kevin Steele we're going another way. Did he tell Morris the same thing? You know, I don't think so. I don't know that... I haven't heard... Again, I haven't Is Morris still that, over there sucking the sack? He's probably over there still making easy, cheap money right now because it's... Or, or maybe he ends up at TCU. I mean, it's where his son's going. Maybe Go, bo- TCU. Go Boomer. Go Boomer. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to my way on frog. over here. Horny frog. Now. <laughs> oh, man. But um, I don't know. I looked through some of this. Some of these things just kill me. Like, I saw somebody post on here that this is giving Sam Pittman a black eye. How is major programs wanting your coaches giving you a black eye? Are we talking about the same fan base here? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, well, I'll yeah. just shut up right soon. <laughs> I really like that person's name is Pam Sitman. Which one? Right Pam Sitman. That's good. <laughs> if Odom leaves. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. This is so stupid. So this, uh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't be reading through all these. But Texas in that situation, I will be very discouraged. He would not be leaving for a raise as he is still receiving a buy from Missouri. He would also be leaving to work for Sark, who is literally a drunk buffoon. Third, he would be moving further from home for a lateral move to an inferior conference. I don't see him leaving. But if he does, it's pretty bleak on our new trajectory. Good job, homie. Will, did you write that? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like found, everything Will would write, though. We have found Will's hogsports.com name. Pam Sitman. Yes. <laughs> you Hope know. you're listening. Hang Hope on. you're listening. Hang on, hang on. You know what? We could just go see what Will's been writing. Let's see. Oh, let's go to that other one. Why, why, are you, why are you not say the name? Hang on. Oh, I see why. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me let me Oop. let me do that. Oop. How about that? Hang on, no, no. I'm trying to find out. Where does it show what he's been commenting on? Ah, here we Found go. Found you. Found you. Oh, this dude don't talk about nothing. He just gets on here and gets fake information and tries to spread it as true stuff. Will I'm punch you in the throat. Will is our little Donald Trump. Hold your neck up. <laughs> All right, let's move on to basketball. Real shit. Uh, speaking of Missouri and them little fucktards that we... I, I'm happy. Oh. That Jeremiah Tillman's a grown-ass man. 
but he's knocking a toothpick out the way to be a grown ass right? man. Good. The first what was the first play of the game? An alley oop for a dunk. I, I missed, was like, I we're done. Like the first, like I literally was sitting there on my phone down there in Mississippi. Started it up and somebody called me. I think it was like one of my vendors called me, and I'm literally the game is within a minute of tip, and I'm like, "You son of a bitch!" <laughs> and then I come back and it's eight seven. I'm like, "All right, we're in this." Yeah. And then dude had eight points, and we had it was fourteen seven, and he had eight, and we still had seven as a team. But uh, man, we shot bad. Twenty seven percent. That's an That's- understatement. Golly. I don't know, man. I, I just how many free throws they missed? Eleven. And uh, you can't just. Oh, Justin Smith was out. No, the whole team, uh, minus JD Note and Moses Moody, played like hot garbage. Uh, I think Moses was like fifty percent from three, which I like that. Note was hucking up some stuff. Everybody's like, Note needs to quit. I'm like, at least he's out there trying. Well, somebody was trying somebody to penetrate. Somebody was trying to trying to get there. It was better than I've watching. Never seen that many missed layups in a game. Well, and it was better than watching. Jalen Williams and Connor Vanover just huck up three pointers that weren't going in, just coming Connor, down court. You got to love a man for keep shooting because shooters shoot. Yeah, and that's I mean, you Desi got into a streak like that no, last Desi, year. So well, Desi was awful yesterday. De- that's Saturday the worst too. I've ever seen Desi play. That was bad, bad, and it wasn't for effort. I can promise you that. Well, it was partly effort. It was because he was giving too much effort at times. Mm-hmm. I think he was going too hard at times. He was well, trying to do too much. Every time he got down there, any bit low, it was like there were four hands over his head. I mean. Yeah, they weren't giving much of a shooting lane to any of them. But. Well, so let's start. Let's just start with the toothpick you're talking about. So, two hundred forty-seven pounds is still a toothpick. I'm confused. Can we make him like three hundred five? So I've seen a lot of Put people some fatty on him. Yeah, you can't. He's tried to. The poor guy's tried to gain weight since he was in high school. Yeah. That's the reason he ended up at Cal because he he couldn't get big. Like he and he still so can't. He's get at two forty-seven. That's and that's not a, a small person. No, and I mean he lost a little bit of weight to get there because he. I mean, but he the guy cannot put on weight. But more importantly, and this is what Arkansas fans don't understand, because we were all enamored with Connor Vanover when we were playing subpar competition and he could just sit there and jack up threes, and and he looked like an animal on the inside because he's just swatting balls away. But we weren't playing anybody with a guy like Jeremiah Tillman, 6'10", 260 pounds. He didn't play either game last year, mind you. And this dude is, he's a monster. Yeah. He's very grown. He just looks different when you look. he's, He's power. Yes. Arkansas doesn't have that guy. Justin Smith would have made a little bit of a difference because he's more physical than Vanover. Justin Smith's like 6'9", six, 6'8", six, though. Yeah, but he, and he's not a wide body. He no, wouldn't, but, but again. He's way more athletic. Arkansas's probably never going to have a Tillman type because of the way we play. You won't have that. That's for sure. And, and so Vanover is. He's Van, a hybrid. Vanover is he's a specialty, hybrid, specialty he's player. A hybrid. Yes, he, he's a guy that. When you don't have a team that has a strong inside presence, he's going to look dominant because he can just literally stand up there, put his arms in the air, and the ball has to go somewhere else. Yeah, he's he's nine foot eight inches at the extended reach point. Right. Standing flat on his feet. Which is insane. Which is four inches from the rim for some of y'all that can't add. Uh, which means on his toes, he can probably put his hand in the basket. Yeah. So if not, he can just reach over and grab it and just hang on. Yeah, I'm gonna dunk it. <laughs> but he won't dunk t- it. I ain't never touched the damn rim, and this man can reach up and touch his fingers with his feet on the ground. And he won't dunk. I hate that. Drives me insane. Just throw the ball down, big kid. I, and it wasn't just him. I mean, he was—he's obviously the biggest glaring option that should be dunking it. But you had several guys get inside. We didn't. We acted like we were you scared of the rim and bounce him around. Yeah, well, I mean, it's gonna happen. I, I don't. I, and that was my. That was kind of my. 
my frustration with people after the game that we're talking about. Well, well, but two sixty built on Tillman as opposed to two forty seven on on Vanover. Vanover is five to six inches taller than the guy, but the, that two sixty is all power. Yeah, without yeah, absolutely, it all is all power. Well, and you make a good point because I think that was the biggest issue in the game. That I think, guy right there will play pro ball, no doubt. Too, you would think he's he's. He's there. But, I mean, you may you bring up a good point, and this was a conversation that I had uh, with my buddy Wes, and uh, hey, we, Wes. Were, we were talking about this as well. I think more than anything in this game, I think the reason Arkansas shot 27%, I think the reason Arkansas lost by 13 points, Arkansas went up against a team that was far more physical, and we got punked. We didn't respond to it well. There's a 12 beside their name for a reason. Yeah. Yes, they beat a, an Illinois team, and then they beat somebody else that was ranked. But they didn't beat them because they suck. No, and you're right. I'm not. I'm not saying the same as they got 19 Smiths that play on that oh my team. God, yes, and all of them can shoot. And then you got that Pinson kid. Yeah. Don't leave. Don't leave him on the free throw line. He seems like he's been there forever. Yeah, I think he has. But and, and yeah, you're right. Again, make that point too. I'm not saying Missouri's bad, even though I hate Missouri and have everything about Missouri. We'll get them next game. But we do. I hope so because I'm tired of losing to their asses. You see how many turnovers we forced? Yeah, 24 or something 21, like that. 21, 24 or something like that. I think you're sure. right. It was 20. And I think we had 10 total. Yeah. And for us to lose a game by 13 points with 21 turnovers is flat out embarrassing. Well, and it was 12 you, you turn- half. Like we were up twelve four in, in, in turnovers at the half. They had we yeah, forced we were down twelve three at points yeah. at half. Yeah. And it was just uh, just garbage. That was the worst game they played all year. But I do I, I think the biggest thing and they needed that in my opinion too though. One hundred percent they needed that, but especially with Tennessee coming up in mm-hmm. tomorrow. Yeah, or whenever this podcast Wednesday, comes out. Wednesday yeah. Well, whenever this pod comes out. Yeah. But um no, and I think that's the biggest key to it. I think Arkansas just got punked around on Saturday. By a team that out-physicaled them, and they weren't ready for it. And, and Do you think the element of Justin Smith just coming out on, on – oh, he's got to have surgery, and it just kind of being kind of a shock? No, because I think they knew. I think I think Musselman and the team had known he wasn't going to be playing. They keep good lips on that. It's yeah. Good. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think – I think everybody knew he was out. I don't think that was a big surprise. I remember seeing him get hurt in the, the game on – Auburn game. The Auburn game. Yeah. And it didn't really pay it much. And they were like, oh, he won't be back the rest of the game. And I'm like, mm, not good. Yeah. So you see how much uh, that's missed. I mean, because even, I mean, if he's there, you're one, you're going to have a guy who's going to put points on the board. But he's also going to free up other guys to take better shots, in my opinion. Let me jump over Steam, here. Steam statistics. Well, I was going to get off the statistics. I want to jump over here for a second and look at the schedule. But schedule yeah. So, I lost my train of thought here as to Schedule. where I was going to go with this. You're going to Tennessee. Yeah, no. Well, I wasn't going to jump into Tennessee yet, but I mean, my, again, so I don't we I don't know that we really know how good Missouri is, and I don't know that we know how good Arkansas is after what happened. Obviously, they were impressive at Auburn, 97 points on the road to get that win. With them knocking in 15 threes, too. Yeah, I mean, Auburn was unconscious from three-point line it in that did, game. I kept waiting and kept waiting. I was like, all right. <laughs> They're going to miss one. All right, they're going to miss one. No. No, and they were still draining. And, like, and they were bitch. contested, too. I mean, Arkansas oh, didn't yeah. play badly against it. So, I just – We shot real well that game. Yes. Yeah, and, and that was the key. I thought Arkansas would shoot well at home against Missouri. And the thing is, is, again, I don't feel like Missouri did anything special other than just be more physical and, and beat us up inside. They abused us. And they it got to the out. point where when you when you miss that many free throws, that's just a – that is a team that is afraid to go to the rim anymore. What is the play with KK? 
because so, we sat down to eat dinner that night, and I was told, or sat down to eat dinner or lunch, and I was told, you can't have this table. So I was not able to watch. And then somebody's like, welcome to the SEC, KK. Oh, well, he, no, that was, um, he got elbowed in the face on a play. He actually made a good, so that, that, and I've heard, I've seen some people, um, um, Ben Brandon with Arkansas Fight, a couple of those guys have said, well, I don't understand why uh, KK doesn't get no more play. He fouls really fast. KK can't play under control. He can't play without fouling. In, in, in a game like that... Speed is that much better at this, at this level. It is. Well, and you have to think, though, Arkansas wanted to be able to try to speed things up. You can't speed things up if you're consistently putting the Who team on the up, line. Though? You're right. You had Who it. Devo, Devo, man. <laughs> Huge game for Devo against Auburn, and then again... He didn't uh, have a bad game, but he didn't play a good one. But that's going to come get that start, yeah. I've been on this dude since the word goes, since... Since they signed up, I was like, yep, that's my dude. His length is I, just unreal, I, man. That's exactly what I've been talking about the whole damn yeah. time. It, it, he's six all on. 6'4", 6'5", and long. When you see him on the floor, though, does he not look like Patrick Beverly? He does. I, I, it's w- exactly what I thought the more and more I watched him on Saturday. I think he'll develop into a better player than Beverly yeah. at, at Arkansas. I hope not um, dipshit, too. <laughs> I don't think you're going to get that out of him. I don't, he's too quiet. He doesn't seem like that kind of guy at all, so... Could be wrong, but I don't think you're going to get that out of him. Yeah, I hope not. I mean, I like Devo. He's he's just he's a guy that just works. That's all he does. He just shows up, works. Russell, he got to start, and yeah, and he, he earned it. The way he played at the end of that Auburn game, the oh. steals he got, the plays he made. Yeah, he he earned every second of that. So. I did like the dunk at the end of the Auburn game. Yes, yes. <laughs> but to get to see Devo really do well, um, or well, get a start and and play pretty well was was good. So. Um, but, again, that was a big piece of that, too. Oh, oh my gosh. The matchup predictor does really? not like us. So, this, Arkansas. this might end up being a pretty short podcast. I say that. We'll go 30 more minutes without yeah, we an got issue this. here. But, we can jibber-jabber for that damn long. Well, because I want to talk a little NFL when we get done with this. Niffle? But, yep. So, both Arkansas and Tennessee coming off their first losses of the season. Alabama – I mean, they took Tennessee to it now at Ooh, home. Would you? 71-63. I don't think you really get the, the home court advantage right now. It's just not not what it was last Oh, it's year. not. I, I don't. Be. I think you're going to have a lot more losses at home with teams that usually don't lose at home. Uh, I'd probably put Duke and North Carolina out there. You know, both of them are really solid teams all the time. It's <laughs> so great to see them getting their asses beat. It's beautiful. Yep. <laughs> Kentucky and Duke both. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Rough is just a normal arena now. Yes, it is. It's a beautiful Big thing. Brew. Uh, and you're right. And and so I do wonder that. Here's here's a good question. If Bud Walton Arena is full on Saturday, does Arkansas figure out how to play through the physicality and it's enough that Arkansas beats Missouri instead? Because you've got that crowd behind you to energize you. Maybe I, those hits don't hurt a little more. It's I bad. think that's a... Very, yes. Because as good as Arkansas been, if I would say yes, because I don't think they would have allowed taken as much shit from Missouri. Right. I think you you would have had a better defensive battle there and tried a little more effort. And I think uh, think we'd have probably had a couple of hot streaks that come in there and, and put us back in. I think more importantly. Ethan Henderson would have not cotton balled it and oh, dunked it instead of getting his free. He got his free throw though. He did get his free throw. He got one point, uh, but. Coach getting ejected. Yes. Well, I was going to get to that. Yeah. <laughs> Coach getting ejected. I'll just cut you off there. I'd be fine. Uh, <laughs> Coach getting ejected and uh, what's the David? What's the head, uh, assistant coach name? No, you're going to put me on the spot. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Got Go a ahead. ball here. Yeah, I know. Yeah. No, but you saw what he did. I mean, he started changing a few things. Yeah. And, 
you know, we just we didn't lose. We were just a little behind when time expired. So well, they got it down to nine, eight or nine eight, there, and then they pumped times. it back up. So, yeah. um, but to the, the to that point, you know, we Arkansas fans, we all like to talk about how bad the officials screw us. But I do think there's a lot to be said. If you've got 18,000, 19,000 in Bud Walton Arena on Saturday, a lot of those calls that got Musk so pissed off that he got thrown out of the game might have went a different direction. You're right. Because I think you the, these just like just like the players do, the the officials even though they'll never admit it, the officials get they swayed waver. by what's going on in yes, in, the, in the, that that emotion, that movement, the different things that happen. I just obviously I think it's a totally different story if Arkansas is playing that game with a full Bud Walton Arena. There's a bunch of stuff in there factor wise yeah. that you could change. Uh, regular setting, I think we'd won that game. So yeah, I, I, I don't know. We'll see. We the, might have lost the game in Auburn though. At the same time, true. Yeah, well, and we won that one by 12, 12 points. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I just we'll see. I I don't know what to even take out of this Tennessee game. Um, again, I was talking to Wes about this, and he's like, so you just you think we're going to run away from Tennessee? I'm like, hell no, we're not going to run away from Tennessee. I think we're going to go there. We're going to play it well. But do I think we're going to beat Tennessee right now? Toss up. Yeah, I don't 50-50. know. I, I want to say yes, but I, just, I can't. You know, I don't really know their roster. I'm going really, back. I want to see something because Tennessee has been touted, man. They've been – people have been in love with Tennessee, but who has Tennessee played? What makes Tennessee so – and, again, I've not watched much Tennessee basketball. I know they've got a lot of athletes that are good, but who have they played? Cincinnati? I mean, their best wins against at twelve at number 12 Missouri. They beat Missouri by 20. That's their best win, though. But they beat Missouri by 20. They have Viscovi. I forgot about that dude. They do. They, I mean, they've got a ton of talent. It's a good team. Oh, they're going to be good. Rick Barnes. Yeah, Rick Barnes is well. a great he job. very well. He's got some good recruiting, too. So, I mean, again, I'm not – hey, look, we could go to the game for 45 bucks. Let's go. But um, I'm not taking anything away from that. I, I think that – Been there before. Yeah. <laughs> we'd actually drive back together this time. So Thank um, you. <laughs> Taking but, your truck. I, I just – I don't know. I, I don't – again, Tennessee's a very impressive team. I don't want to take anything away from them. I don't know – obviously, I don't think Arkansas goes in there and just walks away with this game. I think Arkansas is going to struggle. But Arkansas has got to be able to shoot. you got to be able to finish at the rim. I mean, uh, they played fairly well. You mean layups that team's done this week so far? It's oh, just one day. I would hope a lot, a whole <laughs> lot. <laughs> I'm like I said, I I hate it, but I love watching Muss in a press conference after a loss. Yeah, I don't want to see too many of those. But that dude is like so like, we didn't do this, we didn't do that. Oh my God, why am I here? Shoot me! I'm done talking. <laughs> you ever been kicked out of a game? Nope. First time. We're not going to talk about it anymore. Not even about it. Nope. <laughs> I mean, did you watch the? I haven't watched oh, it. Oh, you need to watch I it. Watched you it need either. to watch no, the post I need game. To go back and watch it. <laughs> Hopefully, it's the only one we have to watch like that. Because Arkansas got bitched in that game. I mean, they just they got put in their place, and it was it was pretty rough. So yes, they did. Let's move on. Tennessee. We'll see what happens. I I, I don't know. I don't even know how to. It, I'm, it's a toss-up. It's about the best we can put it. I can't believe how short they were leaving the ball on layups. It was like almost like they were, were scared to take that one extra half step. Yeah. You know? yeah. That's what I say. I think they were afraid of the rim because they'd been beaten up so much in the game. All right. So, we don't normally get into the NFL too much. Nope. And I know you didn't. And I don't watch the NFL that much. I'm going to be honest. Well, like, what did I tell you what my Steelers would finish? <laughs> what? 10, 11, 12, 12 and 4? Yeah. Just like I said it. And then they get Cleveland again next week. They'll should, be Cleveland next week. Should be interesting. They get everybody. Most everybody. They rested a lot of people in that they game. Did. And they still were two points away from winning. 
Yeah, in a game that I turned off and flipped because I was like, oh, it's over. They're down 15. And then I flipped it back, and they were going for two to tie it. <laughs> I was like, what just happened? Um, they didn't get it. So, they didn't get it. Yeah, so funny season has started, well, across the board. NFL, college, obviously, everything. You know, firing season has happened. And, and now I'm going to preface this, that I'm not overly um, – Josh Jacobs. Oh, yeah, I saw that, yeah. In, in, the, in the tunnel to the airport. Like Ow. he was in the tunnel going to the airport and apparently like had a single vehicle accident or something. And then, yeah. Yeah. Dumbass. Oh, yeah. Season's over, buddy. Go enjoy it. <laughs> he was enjoying it right off the plane or to get on the plane. One or the other. I don't know. But so it was funny. I was talking to, I was talking to a buddy of mine. We're both big Niners fans. And he was asking me all these questions about the Niners. And I just, I was half responding and I'm like, I finally responded. Cause he was like, his, he's, he got married last April but because of the because of COVID, they they just had a little you know they just went to yeah. Justice of Peace got so they're having an actual wedding in April, and he was like yeah don't forget my my wedding's April twenty fourth and I'm like oh yeah he's like yeah we'll have to debate some 49er stuff because he was going on and on about all these needs that are that San Francisco had and I was like look I'm gonna be honest with you I think I've watched five minutes of the Niners all year and ten minutes of the NFL all season like I just and it's nothing political we watched more of it in here while we were cutting a podcast yes yes I'm like. It's not political. It's not. I just have no interest in the NFL this year. Because you're not playing fantasy football. That, well, I didn't. But I didn't want to do that. Like Me I just I had no interest to do that either. It had. I mean, even before. It's so all different. That. Yeah, and I don't know if it's COVID. I don't know. I just had no interest in it. And the NFL, what I've watched of, has been semi entertaining. But Derrick Henry's entertaining. Oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> they tried. I'll man. tell you. Did you watch any of that game though? I didn't get a chance to watch. That Dude, one. they literally tried everything they could to lose that game. Like, first off, when I turned it, they were you down. Field goal, like with the ice rookie kicker. Yeah, yeah. And like it literally bounced off the yeah. upright. And Dude's name is Slow Man. Yes. <laughs> Dude's name is Slow Man. It's me. But, so yeah, they were losing when I flipped it over. They score the touchdown to to take the lead, and then they turn around and they kick. So they who are they playing? I don't forget who they're Tense. playing. There you go. Yeah. So the team they should have blown out anyway. They give Deshaun Watson the ball back. Deshaun Watson drives them right down the field. And they kick the field goal to tie the game. I think it was a field goal. Yeah, that's right. They kicked the field goal to tie the game. So then you're like, okay, they've got like 16 seconds to get into field goal range. In the NFL, that's nearly impossible because I don't even think they had a timeout. Maybe they had one timeout left. I don't remember. They hit A.J. Brown on a 52-yard go route from the 25-yard line. How? I don't know. One-on-one coverage, no safety back. First off, A.J. Brown is probably one of the baddest receivers in the NFL. Yes. And he's – I don't know if he's as fast as D.K. Metcalf. No, D.K.'s a little faster. Yeah, well, D.K.'s a freak. But they're both freaks on the same roster. Both of them were on the same team. (laughs) Well, they were all bought. (laughs) They were bought with money and prostitutes. D.K. didn't have to be. D.K. was an Oxford kid anyway. Yeah, but he still got A.J. was the kid that played against him at Starkville. I remember seeing the high school game and him talking about it, and I didn't know the two they were talking about. This was several years ago. I'm like, oh, the game was on TV. Yeah. And I'm like, well, damn, hold up, what we got here? (laughs) And then I figured out, it's like, oh, well, now this makes a lot more sense as I'm older. Well, yeah. So he can't leave that man on one-on-one coverage. That's like the... 
what was it? The, the Jets and the Raiders with rugs. Oh, my God. I mean, you saw this happen two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> well, this one kills me because you hit A.J. Brown on the 52-yard pass, which made no sense that you could even get him open. So then they give it – they did have two timeouts, I think. They give it to, to – to, uh, um, Matt Truck? Yes. On the next play to get a couple yards. They get in field goal range. Romeo Cornell comes running down to call a timeout for the before before the Titans kick the field goal, but the dude goes ahead and kicks it dead center, just right down the middle. So Slowman comes right back out after the field goal. And the funniest part is if you watch the reactions of the Titans players, I think Henry's was the best because they're watching the kick. And I'm sitting here watching it, and it hits the post. I'm like, no fucking way did he just miss that. And it both of the, both the umpires from underneath the, the uprights both look at each other and like, yep. <laughs> and like, it bounced and barely went behind the crossbar to go so in. It went for the, here and all the way across and barely yeah. cleared it. Yeah. It's like, you get that? I got the same thing. All right, yeah. go. So then you, they show after. They show the, vi- the view and you see Henry's like, yeah, that's good. That- oh, shit, he missed it. Oh, wait, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's good. And he's like, as he's walking off. But that was not my reason for wanting to get into the NFL tonight. I know what your reason for wanting to get into the NFL My reason for wanting to get into the NFL is for what happened last night between the what the and the Philadelphia Eagles, the flying Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts has come out to be a decent stud for them. Dude, he's been good. Yeah. And apparently until last night. You know, pretty much. They're probably going to turn the reins over to that kid and give him a little more talent to play with. They better find a wide receiver for him. And they might get it because, you know, last night they turned around and earned, earned, in quotations, earned the number six pick in the draft. Uh, There's a few receivers to choose from. but uh, Yeah, they'll be okay. Devontae, the Slim Reaper Smith. Yeah. 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 The truth. We get Jamar Chase in this one too. I forgot. Yeah, speaking of total rabbit, because he hadn't played. I saw a thing earlier today that said, "How many times do you think DK Metcalf could bench press Devontae Smith?" <laughs> and so they were putting the numbers here. Well, he did two twenty five this many times. Forty three. He's one seventy five. They could do sixty eight times. He could bench press him sixty eight <laughs> times. <laughs> I'm going seventy two. Like, That's awesome. Throw him up. I didn't tell you yet, Coach. 78, 79. <laughs> you know that's got to happen, right? The, yes. I want to see it. it right, it's got to be like – that's got to be like the midfield um, entertainment at the draft. Like, yes. yes. At the combine. That's what they need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, Bench Devontae. How many times can you do it? But if the NFL was trying that's to – That lineman got him 97. <laughs> God. Oh, man, poor, oh, yeah. Slim Reaper, baby. That's a bad man. So, so if the NFL wanted to, like, leave any doubts as to whether there might be tanking or things were rigged for certain things, last night did not help them. No. Um, as they, what happened in that Eagles game was ugly. Goodell should penalize them for doing what they But apparently, Eagles. from what I've read today, it's not going to happen. So, if you didn't watch the game... Which I didn't. The Eagles... It's in the field. It was a close. It was a three-point game. Now, admittedly, Hurts was struggling a little bit. Um, I think he was like 5 of 12. He wasn't having a great six game. six points down from what I... I think they were three points down at the time. Maybe three. six. It was three or six. They were within one score, They're 100% for sure. They were within a score. And Philadelphia inexplicably benches... Hurts. hurts leaves what not for Wentz, but to go all Third the way to the three. down the depth chart to Nate Sudfield. Nate Sudfield, I think, played for Buffalo for a minute. Nuts, it was really Nuts bad. Sudfield? Yeah, Nuts Sudfield? I don't even, whatever his name is, that, like, the third stringer. That guy 
comes in and <laughs> everybody's pissed about this right now. Like in the NFL, I saw who was it? Um, oh, I've got the story in front of me. So, <laughs> oh Lord, what did you? What happened over here? Oh my God, that's great. <laughs> Baby Sark. Oh, Baby Sark. <laughs> Baby Sark. Oh, my God. Oh, that's great. I love it. So, so this was what uh, Joe Judge, who was actually on the receiving end of the shitty part of this, because if the Eagles play this out, which it doesn't matter, the Giant, neither the Giants or the what the fuck deserve to be what the in. Neither one of them deserved to be in the playoffs, but one of them was going to get in based on the results of the game last night and the fact that the Cowboys choked on another on their way to a loss to the Giants. And so as we're watching this go, I'm just like, no way that this is actually happening. Well, so Joe Judge comes out today and he's pretty pissed off because the Giants are in the playoffs if the Eagles just play. If they just play that game, they're probably going to beat the what the and the Giants are in the playoffs. Joe Judge comes out to say, to disrespect the game by going out there and not competing for 60 minutes, we will never do that as long as I'm the head coach of the New York Giants. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so there's going to be some words. I, I can't wait to see those matchups again in the next few years between those uh, 5 and 12 teams every year, 5 and 11 teams every year. It's the but, whole uh, conference. That's what I'm saying. I can't wait to watch those. I really think they need to change how they do the playoff format. Well, they did this year. I know they gave like <laughs> seven teams per side, but I'm talking yeah. about if you were sub 500, no. Well, done because don't the what? get a home game yeah because they won the division because they won their division which yeah. is stupid you're right i agree with that they yeah. should reseed it once they get there based on records then so you've got green bizzle and they're number uh, one and kansas city are number yep. one so yep. they both buy they're the only ones to get a buy this year yeah then you got like a, i think the colts jumped in on the seven spot colts were in and because of a bunch the, of craziness that happened yesterday who else was it they got in colts browns steelers well you know the ravens ravens because you had three from the north mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, who am I forgetting? Ravens might be something. You got. They looked good yesterday. Um, who am I forgetting? Okay. Kansas City. You got, we could just pull it up right in front we of could, us. We could, but it would be more fun to try to remember. we got plenty of time. <laughs> Kansas City, Pittsburgh, Here. Cleveland. I'm not looking. Um, why can't I remember the other divisions in football? Oh, the Bills. The Bills. The Bills. No one remembers the Bills. No one. The Titans. Yeah, so... Tetons. So, Bills, Colts, Steelers, Browns, Titans, Ravens, and then the Chiefs are sitting at home. Chiefs are sitting at home. And then in the NFC, you've got New Orleans and Chicago, which is a sneaky good matchup. Yep. And then you got the Seahawks and Rams again. Round three. We'll see if the Rams have a quarterback for that game. They had quarterback issues yesterday. And then you got the what against Tom Brady. Um, We'll see what happens. (laughs) Dude, seriously, have you ever seen the alerts come up on ESPN and not thought it didn't say what the Because every time it comes up on my phone, I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck did the what the fuck do again? <laughs> what did they do? <laughs> and Tampa Brady. And Tampa Brady. Yeah, Bucks are a seven and a half point favorite. You know how happy I'd be to see the what the with Alex Smith beat Tom Brady. Dude, that I would be the story it. of the year. I will actually watch. Well, the, they don't have Mike Evans. You know, he's, uh, he might be. No, now he, they showed no structural damage. Okay, so yeah, no structural damage. I did see that. Now I, I don't know if he'll be back. Here this we are week. talking about we don't talk, watch the NFL, and we're talking about fifteen minutes. <laughs> I told you we'd fill well, thirty minutes somehow. Some shit there. Big Benzino has to come on back, and 
Pittsburgh going to have to find some offense. All right, so just for fun. Just for John. Let's make picks on these games we know nothing about. Yes. <laughs> and we'll see how stupid we are next week. Because there's two good triple headers. I mean, that's Saturday and Sunday. It's two good days of football. All right. Saints, Bears. Ain't. Ain'ts are an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm taking the Ain'ts. You're taking the, the points. All right. Their defense is pretty damn solid. And Chicago's still trying to figure out what quarterback they want. No, they they figured it out. Trubisky's actually looked good since he's come back and started. You know what? For shits and giggles, I'm going with the Bears because I hate the Saints. The anything, Bears. anything Louisiana the allows Bears, the, Bears, the Bears, the Bears, the Bears. All right, Seahawks or Rams? I happen to like DK Metcalf, mm-hmm. and I have for a while, like since before Nam. Uh, I have to go with Seahawks here just because I like watching that kid ball out. So and I hate Ru- to, and Russie can huck it. Well, so as a Niners fan, I have to hate both of these teams. So I don't want to pick either one of them. But I really am supposed to hate the Seahawks. <laughs> I think the Seahawks have gotten way mediocre. They've got yeah. <laughs> He's on I, your team. Yeah, man. I know. I think the mediocre. Seahawks have gotten way too Russell Wilson centric over the last few weeks. What are they going to do if he gets just hurt? about? Well, they'd suck terribly. It, they just it just about cost them this weekend against. The Niners of all teams who almost beat them. 26 23 was the final With in that nobody. game. Yeah, their JV team. That's about I, right. I'm not sure what's happening with the Rams, though. I, it, I don't know if Cooper Cup's back. I don't know. If they have Jared Goff, they have a chance. But I don't know time. if they have Goff because the Goff was out in their game against the Cardinals. That thumb surgery last that game week, was I think. ugly. Did you see that game? Did you hear about that? So Kyler Murray got hurt. And they tried to bring him back. He had a hamstring injury, and he'd come in the game. He'd play a couple plays, and he'd come out. Both backup quarterbacks threw pick sixes, like a couple plays apart. Nice. Like, it was terrible. And then this – Like Brandon Allen's freshman year. Yeah, the Cardinals got beat <laughs> in a game they had no business losing. Um, but anyway, so I'm going to take – as much as it pains me, I'm still going to take the Seahawks in that one. Seahawks. All right, the what the – and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Well, I'm going to let you go first here. All right. I am I'm taking I'm taking Tampa. I can't not take Tampa. <laughs> It'll be a what the f- moment if the what the f- win this one. Well, the what the f- at home. <laughs> Will's going to give up on putting a little <laughs> So, so no lie. I, rec- I I I edited my first podcast that I've done on my own this weekend and editing it sucks. Like sucks. <laughs> I'm going to take the what we need to write this shit down. I don't even know who's taking what. <laughs> I got the ain'ts, the hawks, and the what the Why don't I got to write it down? I got no. If you're listening and your kids are in the car, turn it down. I yeah. apologize. There's one that's an explicit on the front of this. You know the deal. You know the I, I think I cracked it off with a good F-bomb to stop. <laughs> I think you did. Yeah. All right, so I'm taking the Bears. I'm taking the She-Hawks. She-Hawks. I really spelled that She-Hawks. <laughs> And I'm taking to Yampa to Tampa's. Well, that means we both have the three. I have the two, the three, and the uh, four. Andy, you've taken, taken the home team. Saints. Oh, the damn Hawks. we. And you took the what the fucks. What the fucks. All right. On to the AFC. AFCA. Go Colts. I can't believe this Bills Colts line is only six and a half. Although Colts have really good defense. Because the Colts are going to win. All right. Buffalo or Indy? I've already made my pick. You taking Indy? I'm taking Indy. All right. P. Rivers. 
So I'm going to say that, um, yeah, that's exactly why I'm not taking Indy. Come on now. Um, and I'm going to take the Bills just because I want to see them get all the way to the Super Bowl and lose again like they always do. So, because that's what Buffalo does. Well. <laughs> well, we know who you're picking in the next one. Steelers or Browns? Go Cleveland! Oh, my. <laughs> I got to go black and yellow. You know what? I'm taking the Browns. To the Super Bowl? That's right. <laughs> Oh, God. All right, and the last one. Titans, Ravens. Ravens are four-and-a-half-point favorites. I really want to take the Titans because I like watching Derrick Henry bitch slap people, but I think you will have some Raven revenge this year. All right. Because they were not supposed to win last year, and it's just kind of funny how they got lined up again. They were not. And and obviously, actually, the Ravens are the favorite in this game, four-and-a-half-point favorite. But I – and taking Derrick Henry and the Tennessee Titans because this is the time of year where you better be able to run the damn football. And they and, can. And I know the Ravens can, but they've struggled this year in other ways. I like the Titans. Uh, oh, it's hard to beat Derrick Henry late in the season. Well, not just yeah. I mean, Derek, I mean, dude's putting up stupid numbers, but uh, I, I really like. Congratulations on two thousand yard rushing season. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. What's that? What's going? A couple guys that have done that, right? Yeah. So. Really impressive. So yeah, I don't know if the stats from playoffs count or not, but he has. If it do, he will, he has the opportunity to hold the single season. I don't think they do. I don't think they do. He could have had it this year. He could have. Uh oh, I've lost our. Music oh over here. crap! Switcher, There we what go. We have? All right, that's it, man. Mm, damn. I, that's it. You got anything else? Be else. <laughs> Oh, we do got to talk about B-Walk and the Mississippi State crime dogs. <laughs> Bro, how do we not talk about this? We talked about Arkansas's lack of a ball game, too. Well, Revert. Uh, we, back we're, up. We we're talked about back. that last week. We're going to reel you back in. <laughs> All right, Steve, hit this buzz bait one time. Come on. Come on back. Let's talk about Dude. kicking somebody in the face oh, while they're on the ground. My. And then running away like a fucking coward. And then getting on Instagram and doing a live and talking like you're a badass. Have you seen it? Dude, I would powerbomb that little fella. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. Am you got to st- find it now. No, go ahead. We just keep, Damn. Just keep on going. I'm just, I'm jumping over break? here to nothing. I don't, I'm just not connected to the Bluetooth yet right now. Let me forget this device real quick. And then... <laughs> You might be pissed off. Will, stop reading Hogbeat. We done talked about this. <laughs> Pam Sitman. <laughs> oh, man. Come on now. Yes. Find phone. Roadcaster Pro. There we go. All right. I'm connected. Look here, though. I've seen Cameron Ball's tweet, and and I think if if Hamilton Jordan knew something, he'd message me. So I'm I don't you think should message him. I already did. We already talked earlier. He don't know nothing. So he he saw, he's he's basically acted like he'd be really surprised if that happened. So um, okay, so let's go back to this because this is fantastic. So dude goes off on this guy. I'm trying to find the video as I go here, but um, where's it at? There we go. All right. So, what's this dude? I don't even know this dude's name. What was his name? Do you remember his name? Anyway, number four for Mississippi State. So, I want to start. First off. Health, dumbass, something. First off, this whole thing was insanity. When If you watch the video of what happened between, was it Mississippi State and Tulsa. Tulsa, that's right. 
was just pure insanity. Like the whole situation, it started in pregame with shirtless fat guys running around the field screaming at each other. Hey. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, you got to watch it. It's fantastic. So they are like literally going at each other this whole time in pregame. Apparently, a lot of words said during the game. Then they meet up at midfield and start screaming and yelling at each other. Meanwhile, the great pirate Mike Leach is up Arr. hugging and taking pictures with students in the in the stands. He has no idea that on the field, his assistant coach and undressed out players are throwing punches at Tulsa players. So then, I don't know who the guy is. Number seven for Tulsa ends up in this scrum, and he's acting like a badass. He's throwing punches. He's doing all kinds of stuff. Well, then he gets thrown down, falls down, trips, whatever. Kicked in the grill. Gets kicked in his face mask. Grill. Yes. And then boy number four takes off running like, like at, at a good speed. I yeah, saw that. he's like, oh, it's it rolled off. out. I may, I barely made contact, but I'm out. So then seven ends up, and if you watch more of the video, I, I saw this later. Seven ends up in the pile. He gets his helmet ripped off. Then he's like, once he gets his helmet ripped off, then he's like, oh, I don't want to fight no more. I'm going to run away. So as he's trying to run away, four catches him with another shot. If you watch later in the video, four ca- dude caught one heck of a shot. But the thing is, okay, so this dude is running around, hiding behind everything, and this is what old dude has got to say. Hey, MVP, MVP. Yo, come here, bitch. Get your little ass down. Go back. Watch, it. watch how I slam it there. Watch how, watch how I slam it there. Come here. Go back. Watch how I slam. Yo, I go hard. Why did? Why did? Why did Malik fall? Get your bitch ass down. Kick his ass. Bitch, on weekend. Get out of there. Yo, yo, yo. Amazing how he, amazing how he didn't you show the rest of it. Perfect, Mississippi State. Yes, player. Yeah, you, you. Yes. So you are everything that I've ever seen with Mississippi State. Uh, yeah. That's, yeah. that's all I gotta say. B Wog. Yeah. Talk to us, baby. So, well, that's why it reminded me was not only Mississippi's day, but this is this was Brandon Walker's tweet. Brandon Walker, really embarrassing day for Tulsa. <laughs> <laughs> he wow. tweets out really embarrassing day for Tulsa. Above that. Tulsa can't handle the law of Tulsa. I mean, Be well, come on, oh, man. Good night, son. We need to get in touch with you. Oh, something. Oh, this something. could be so fun. Okay. Maybe we get more lessons. I'm really done this time. <laughs> I ain't got anything else to say. Oh. Congrats to the football team. Really sucks y'all didn't get to play a final game. I was excited to see that. I'm sure they were excited to play it. So, <clears throat> but they don't. As we finish frog, this thing up. Frogs. I think it's it. You got anything else? Nope. I got nothing else. All right, well. Big week for the Hogs. What we got? Uh, Tennessee and who else this week? Oh, I think it's that their team they like to call. Uh, it's not a. It's not an easy matchup. Here no, you. it's not. Oh, yeah, Uga, and then LSU after that. The so, shoe. A nice little three game stretch for the Hogs. I think Alabama's after that. The shoe. I know, but my internet stopped working. I should probably pay the bill. Yeah. Need I need some advertisers so I can pay my my internet bill. All right. I guess that's it, man. I got Yay. nothing. You got anything else, or you want to go home? All right, well, um, we didn't even talk about the playoff or the fact that Ohio State beat the dog shit out of Clemson. That was uh, pretty impressive. Hey, you know what we're going to do next week? Hey, you know what I called? What I you called call? that. Did you? Yeah. You know, you know what we're going to do next week? Uh, same damn thing. We're going to podcast during the national championship game. We are. Why not? Be fun. Bring it on. It'll be the most random-ass podcast ever. Oh, God. Yeah. All right, until <laughs> next week. Woo damn pig. Woo pig.
Will, take out my roll tide. <laughs> <laughs>